Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good night. And happy Hanukkah. Welcome back to Remember That Bit When, the podcast where we talk about whatever we feel like, really. Uh, I'm your host, Spencer, and this is my co-host, Finley. Hello. Hello. All right, so, what are we talking about this week? Uh, this week is games. Games we've enjoyed, games we haven't enjoyed so much. Uh, I've got a list of a few games here, and I think you've got a game and I've got a game that we're going to talk about towards the end that we had high hopes for, but weren't quite what they promised. Um, without further ado, who's going first, you or me? Um, I don't know. I'll go first. <laughs> you can go first. First on the list, we briefly touched on this last week, and it's a game that, God, I miss being good. I miss it being fun. I miss it being enjoyable. Oh, God. Yeah, you know what it is already. The the wonderful game that was CSGO, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. I put far, far too many hours into that game. I looked on Steam uh, just, just before recording this. I had 1,200 hours, 1,200 for those of you that don't understand, 1,200. We played from... What, 2015 was it? I think we played from roughly 2014, started, 2015. Yeah. yeah. We got to, I don't, I, I don't think you got, I think you got to MGE. I ended up at DMG, which is Distinguished Master Guardian, which I think means there was three or four ranks above that still we could have gone to, uh, which yeah. meant, you know, we were kind of, yeah. So, you know, we, we got to well above average, not, not quite your really, really good players, not average, above average. Uh, it, it was such a, such a hit and miss game. Some nights would be so good, they'd be so fun. You'd have you'd be having a good night. You'd be getting one taps galore. Sometimes we'd feel confident enough that we'll just like, oh yeah, God, and then we'll play Deagle only for a game. Why not? This would be fun. There, there was. I don't, know. I don't know if "fun" is the word I'd use. No, it was. Some of the some of the nights were so fun. Um, it was it was a good laugh. You hours would fly by without even noticing. I did have some pet peeves with the game though, apart from the community and how toxic toxic it was number was one gaming, man. well yeah i mean number one the dragon law why the fuck was dragon law so expensive it looked awful it was like <laughs> wasn't it how I, I remember seeing one wasn't it, it was, was like, like a thousand, of a thousand. Pounds, yeah it's a thousand pounds for like a bad float it was mm. it, it looked awful uh number two cobblestone should never have been taken out of rotation i loved that map it was a real pain in the ass. It's massively CT sided, massively. But God, it was fun. It was a fun map. I mean, if we talk about pet peeves, the redesign of Nuke just ruined the oh, game. For you, me. That was you, that was the nail in the coffin. You stole my number three. Old Nuke was my okay. favourite map. <laughs> <laughs> the old uh, layout of Nuke was so good. It was a really, really it fun was, map. It was, but it was it was better than Dust. It was better than Mirage. Yeah. It was better than whatever the other popular maps were. It was. It was amazing. I don't even know where we were. You no, well, back. <laughs> no, yeah, we're, we're terribly sorry about that. It's going to be another really obvious jump. You can tell us this episode too. <laughs> so, you remember last week when uh, Spencer's computer went to sleep because uh, he hadn't touched it so long? Or well, sounds like my laptop just went to sleep because I hadn't touched it so long. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome mm. to the show, guys. <laughs> Professional podcast, the lowest rent podcast on the internet. Absolutely. Um, 
Where was I? Yes. Uh, so Nuke, yeah, Nuke was Nuke was really good before they changed it. Didn't they completely take it out of rotation for a while? Is that is that right? Did they remember. completely take the it sec- away? I can't remember. I just remember it being redesigned, and I was like, oh, I've, I've fucking had enough of these fucking shit, man. <laughs> it was it was awful. Second time round was such a bad map, but I'm sure they took it completely out of rotation while they changed it. Um, fact check me and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it was it was one of those maps where it never felt unbalanced, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, it always, like, there was no real side to it. No, it wasn't T-sided, it wasn't CT-sided. If you had a really good team, you could make it CT-sided because there was angles you could cover that would cover everywhere as long as your reactions were good enough. But you can say that about most maps. Just the yeah, difference you know being that most like, maps generally map- do have a side. Yeah, if you know the map, then you can you can make it any side mm. you want if you're better. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we played far too many games of of Dust Two. I think we had that that map down fairly well. I mean, I haven't. I don't really touch the game anymore, but I still no. know like smokes and angles to hold. Yeah, I, I could remember like, oh yeah, I need to line up with that dot there, and then jump yeah. and line up with that. Yeah, yeah. It's disgusting, really. <laughs> That's what twelve hundred hours in a game would do to you. Yeah. Um, and then my next point, number four, this wasn't really a pet peeve so much, this was just a talking point. You had a choice between the M4A4 and the M4A1S. I I was an M4A1S kind of man. I liked the silencer and I liked the basilisk skin. That was that was me. Everyone had their preference and some people, I don't I still don't understand why, would use the M4A1S and then oh. take the silencer off. <laughs> Do it with the but, pistol as well. Yeah, was it the USPSS? You had the P2K and the USPSS. But some people would just use it as the USP, and it was the worst pistol in the game, which made no sense to me. I used to do that for a laugh, though, when I just hated the game. I was like, yeah. oh, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to go with a scout. I'm going to no-scope, and I'm going to take the silence oh, off the no, pistol. Scout, the this. scout was so fun. Which takes yeah, the me scout to my... was fun, but I'd be doing no-scopes, nothing mm. else. That takes me to my last point I've got a Counter-Strike, which was I was pretty pretty fucking good with an AWP and a scout to the point where when we played properly back, back in there... When we had a consistent five stack, usually I was the team warper. It would go between me, you, and Blake, I think, wouldn't it? With, with, no, uh, I would usually leave the orb because someone would be like, oh, let me, let me, give me the orb, give me the orb. Oh, you do want my AK? Oh, can I have the orb? Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I don't care. I'll, I'll use a pistol. It's fine. Orping was such a, like, it felt like such a powerful responsibility when people gave you the orb. You're like, oh my God, I am the chosen one. I have to yeah, see it was either orb. that or, at least in my case, I'll just give you the orb because you would moan if you didn't have it. Pretty much. So I was like, is it a responsibility or is it a burden the rest of us have to bear? <laughs> I mean, I played fairly consistently with it, so I don't think it really well, yeah, mattered you too much. Else have it. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> it was you or Blake, whoever threw the biggest hissy fit would get it. <laughs> too, too right. It's usually you. Yeah, man. But it's like, you know, sounds about right. I played well with it anyway. <laughs> Moving on. What's your, what's your first game on the list? Okay, well, I have no particular order. I'm gonna, shall I go for... Go for what you want, what genres you It doesn't do. matter. Live a little bit. Mine have no real flow to them. I'm just trying to think which one would be a bit more interesting. The top think, one. Bit, one. One, two, or three? Three. Three, right. So, uh, these are tech, they're, they're three games I'm rolling into one because they I like them all for the same reason. We've got Zoo Tycoon 2, Planet <laughs> Zoo, and Jurassic World Evolution. <laughs> Your classic... Park builders. I had a feeling they'd I love be it. in there. Yeah, it's, it's it's mostly for Zoo Tycoon Two, but there's a few issues with Zoo Tycoon Two that I don't like that are fixed in 
Planet Zoo and Jurassic World, but that's because it's a game from like 2004 mm. or something. They were written on a really, really unnecessary language that no one else has ever used since. Um, you, you crack on with that. Let me see if I can find the name of the language. English. Oh, it's 2004. Look at me. Well, I know things. Uh, yeah, so Zoo Tycoon 2. We'll, we'll do that and then I'll, I'll say why I've got the other ones on there. So <clears throat> Zoo Tycoon 2, for those of you who don't know, is a it's a park building simulator or a zoo building simulator, if it were, where you, you get thrown in, you can go sandbox, you can go for challenge. I'm going to talk about challenge mode because that's how I prefer to play it, where you'll be given a budget and then you get to pick from a select pool of animals, which is fun. So you go in, you pick from all these, you know, fences, enclosures, stuff like that. You unlock more as you go. And that's where the gripe one comes in, where Planet Zoo would be the one on this list, except Planet Zoo's challenge mode doesn't play like Zoo Tycoons. Zoo Tycoons would be you'll go in and the higher rating you get, the more animals are available to you. Whereas Planet Zoo, you just go in and there's this thing called, I think it's conservation points, where you can just buy pretty much any animal you want. There's no challenge to it in a way. Like you could just buy whatever you want. Whereas Zoo Tycoon, it'll be you have these animals make what you want and that's it but then with Zoo Tycoon you can only get to a certain point because it's such an old game it didn't really have the NPC element down Mm. so you would only get like 12 people in the zoo at one time before the game starts not figuring out what it's doing (laughs) so like you you have this massive zoo and you've got like four stars but you have like no revenue because the game only sends like four people in at once whereas planet zoo and jurassic world there's millions of people everywhere yeah but, yeah i remember playing um was it planet coaster when that came out yeah, yeah planet uh, coaster, right? very very same similar thing i think in fact by the same people that made uh, planet zoo, planet zoo i think name, um, I imagine i think jurassic world was made by the same people as well was it I, th- I think they were they were much better with sending the crowds in. If anything, early game they were a bit too eager. There was too many people for not enough stuff, and they're like, "You haven't got enough rides." It's like, I'm I'm building them. Wait. <laughs> yeah, so you, you don't really get that issue with um with, with Planet Zoo because Planet Zoo you'll go in, you'll make an exhibit, that people will come in, and then as long as you have like information kiosks or thing like that, people are happy. But yeah, it's I feel like the 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 way you make exhibits and the way you pick animals isn't as good as Zoo Tycoon. So like I said, I, I like with Zoo Tycoon, you're given, you have a select number of animals and you can only have X amount of those animals. So you'll have, okay. you can choose between like gazelles, crocodiles, lion, zebra and elephant. And you can only have like, maybe like three of each of those. Whereas Planet Zoo, you go in and it's, yeah, here's everything. Just buy them and do what you want. Which is, which is all, like it's still fun to do, but I liked the. Oh well, if I had to pick, I wouldn't have made a gazelle exhibit. But seeing as I've got gazelle and zebra, I chuck them in together, and then yeah. you've, you've got best most of it. It's but a bit of a shame that like... those. Yeah, it's, it's a shame that those games didn't port so well to console. I like. Oh, yeah, I really like those games. They, yeah, they're awful on console, but sometimes I don't want to sit at my desk and play a game. Uh, for the last, I don't know what six months or so. I can't really remember the last time I played a game at the PC just because I can't be bothered with it at the moment. I'd rather just lay back on the sofa. That's where I am at the moment. Yeah. And those games just do not work on a controller. They're so fiddly. 
Yeah, because that's why I saw like City Skyline as well. Like that, mm. that's, that's a, a, a similar thing. I, I like City Skyline, so I saw it was on Xbox. I was like, that must be one of the worst things in the world to play on Xbox. So you decided to try it, and was it? I didn't try it, no, because <laughs> it looked like <laughs> it'd be thought, awful. I know, that's going to be awful. I won't put myself. Yeah, in no, there. it's just because like City Skyline is another game where it's similar to these, where you go yeah. in but you build a city, and I've got quite a few hours of that on Steam, but I would yeah. not touch it on Xbox because it just looks disgusting. That, yeah, they're so janky. Uh, I think the one benefit, well, the, I say one, there's so many benefits to PC gaming over console gaming, is that you're so limited by buttons on console. You've got, what, one, two, three, four, ten, twelve buttons at most on a console? Yeah, about that. Whereas you've got, what, 30-odd just on the keyboard on a mm. computer, and then you've got whatever you have on the mouse. It's just there's so much more you can do with them. Yeah, it's just much, it's a lot more Much fine-tuning, yeah. So I think there's only one. Oh, is there one more bit? There's one or two more bit. I mean, Jurassic World is is better than Zoo Tycoon purely because dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs are fun, dinosaurs and there's a lot of like cool. you, you can play around with the genome, so you can, they can have more vibrant colours, or they could be more aggressive, or they could be more long lived, and and you can feed goats fun. to them. You can. Uh, that's the main food source for the predators. And then Yum. Planet Zoo. There's one bit that I I really really like about that is that you have like a, however small percent of chance to breed an albino animal only does it with certain yeah i remember species. you saying about that yeah yeah but it's um obviously zoo tycoon because it's for its time it was just you put these in and then they live and then they die and that's <laughs> it whereas planet that's zoo amazing. there's a lot more like behavioral things like there's the enrichments a bit more finite not finite sorry fine-tuned and mm. then like i said you can every now and then you might get an albino so i'll have like a lion exhibit, and all of a sudden, I've just got a white lion running around. I'm like, wow, that's pretty. That's cool. very fun. It gives them, it gives you a bit more personality to the park, and yeah, it I, makes I love it park feel builders. less, um, less code. If that makes sense, does that? Yeah, does that it's, make it's, sense? it's like, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, less that, that's linear. another point I was going to say. The the animals, like, they're not just they don't just walk around and then lay down and then like eat. Like you'll watch them, like they'll walk around the exhibit and they'll like, sniff trees and. They'll like go and play with something, and then they'll like look out at through the glass at the guests. It's yeah, the so animals feel linear. like the real. Yeah, it, it feels like, like I could them. be watching a zoo as opposed. Yeah, to yeah. You, it's, it's, oh, I know put, that that lion is coded to walk back and forth and then sleep after ten paces. Yeah, it's just, there's you can see a lot how they've given the animals personality traits. Mm-hmm. Whereas like they they've put in so many like micro expressions and micro adjustments that it's not just I'm walking about like you see them kind of like itch themselves yeah. on trees you see them shake off their fur when they've been in water and stuff like that it's very very mm-hmm. fun i think like well, these are it's, it's, it's what i call a lo-fi game where it's a game and you just listen to lo-fi and you play it because it's yeah. very low maintenance you don't need to think about it much you just make stuff and you watch it play yeah which takes me on to my next game oh, which yeah. is similar but not in terms of i find it being a very chill game that i can just kick back and play for hours and we both like this game a lot, and we spent a lot of hours in this game. Sea of Thieves. Oh, I was going to say Minecraft. I was going to start <laughs> cheering. <laughs> Minecraft was going to get a special mention. I wasn't going to give it its own little thing because I'm it's surprised I didn't put Sea of Thieves in because I love Sea of Thieves. You do love Sea of Thieves, and we had a lot of fun playing that game. And I would like to play it again at some point. But it's one of those games that when I start playing it again, I will play it for weeks at a time because yeah, it, it's, 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 it takes over. It's so good. And it feels like, I don't, I'm assuming there's probably been a very similar game. I mean, there's similar in a sense that you're pirates in 
was it Sid Meier's Pirates? But God knows when that was released. That was a long oh, time ago. Christ, and it was a yeah. lot different. But it's... I played many hours of that game. I, I remember playing that on my granddad's laptop when I used to go and visit him. <laughs> like, that's how old it was. Like, I, I would play on his laptop when I stayed over for the weekend. Oh, that's also a 2004 game. Is it? Well, there you go. Yeah, Big up 2004. Oddly enough, I have another 2004 game to mention later on. Like, 2004 was a big year. Zoo <laughs> huh? Tycoon 2 yeah. was released 9th of November 2004. That's crazy. Sid Meier's Pirates, 22nd of November. Jeez. Big released within like two weeks of each other. Isn't that crazy? Mental. That is mental. Wow, look at us. Big up the 2004 game. <laughs> <laughs> but I see if these. CSD is really, really good game. The visuals are incredible. It's one of the prettiest games I've played for sure. Yeah, it's an amazing looking game. When you get when you get a sunset, this is gonna sound proper like, oh the hell? Why are you why are you focusing on that? But when you get a sunset and it's like peeking over a moon or whatever, a moon, a mountain. Oh yeah, sunset peeking over a moon, good one, idiot. Um it looks incredible because you get the reflection, like you get the the streak of the sun going through the water, and sometimes you get the little sparkles. It's just a very aesthetically pleasing game even the gameplay like the gameplay is incredible as well it plays yeah, really it's well. very very fun to play as well it's not just like some games you play because they look nice some games you play because they're you know they're they play nice but yeah. yeah sea of thieves is a very nice in between yeah it's it's very very both the downside and this is a downside shared by i think pretty much everyone that plays it there's no peaceful or private servers yeah. i get I, I completely get that I'm a pirate, right? It's a pirate simulator. Pirates attacked pirate ships, attacked ships. But when I'm like fractions away from getting tier five on my emissary and some little Billy Bob and his mate come along in a sloop and I've got a galleon filled to the brim with stuff, they send one cannonball at me and I'm just dead in the water and I lose everything. I lose the last six hours work. Fuming. See that bit, like as annoying as that is, that bit I can somewhat understand. But it's it's when and I've tried to play the game, I think like three times since we last played it, and every single time I've gone in, I've put on my ship customization, I've put up my emissary flag, and I've picked out a quest. I'm like, I'm gonna go before I've even lifted the anchor. I've been attacked while still in the dock. Oh yeah, that's shit. I don't. Really that's happened that. three times since we last played it. I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna play CSEs again. I go in, <laughs> I go grab myself a drink, I quickly customize my ship get ready to leave and I'm attacked while I'm still in the dock. Like, no, yeah. that's fine. I won't play today, yeah. I guess. It's, yeah, it's just such a, like a killer because you, you've, you've hyped yourself up. You're like, yeah, I'm going to go be a pirate today. I'm going to be so cool. I'm going to sail the seven... Oh, right, I'll, I'll go you're fuck myself dead. then, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's one of those games playing. where you can go in and you can just like, you just sail around. Yeah. yeah you don't that even is... have to play the game. I'd quite happily just vibe and see what happens and do yeah, something open We did used to world. do that. We did. Where, like, if we were waiting for someone, we'd just go sail out and we'll just, yeah. like like you said, like when there's a sunset, we'll go out to work for a bit of sea and we'll just play the instruments. We'll just play yeah. Be Calmed. Yes! Oh, do you remember when, I think it was one of the very first times we played it. We Oh, is this when we met the other group of people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we met another yeah. group of people <laughs> on the beach, yeah. There's just eight we... of us playing music. Yeah. <laughs> but we were all taking it in turns, so we ended up making a circle on the beach. And then every now and then, one person would go into the middle and just start dancing, <laughs> start dancing or doing yeah. a moat. Yeah, <laughs> that was so fun. That was so good. That was like within the first week of release, I think. Oh, mm. That was very, very early days. Yeah, that's like I miss like 
games being that good and communities being that good in games, there seems to have been a real turn recently where everything, again, is just super toxic in gaming communities, yeah. and I don't get why. I think it's just toxic masculinity, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Bloody, bloody 2022. Bloody hell. Oh, yeah, rest in peace, the Queen, by the way. I feel like we might have said that up top. Yeah, we probably should have said that, yeah. But rest in peace, Queen Liz. Gen- genuinely, like, I don't have... I don't, you know, I, I've never really been that much of a, a royalist, but it is sad news. Like, you know, it is, at the end of the day, it is still someone's someone's nan, someone's mum, regardless of, of your view on the royals. It's still a sad thing. It's your yeah, juice just gone everywhere again. <laughs> God, this, no, this I took so a big sip while you were talking, and it, I forgot the <laughs> air builds up, so it just popped us up. <laughs> we're leaving that bit in. People need to hear the, the fact that you can't drink. Oh, I can drink. You know what the yeah. royals like. You've got uh-huh. Yeah, I, I threw mine away because it kept doing that. Well, you're weak. <laughs> weak you or suck it harder. That's moving you're on. Weak. You, that's a waste of money. Moving on. Game two for you. <laughs> Before I do game two, there was a bit I wanted to do it at the start that I forgot to do, mm-hmm. so I'm going to do it now. It's called Spencer Remembers a Funny Little Thing. Right. right. It might be a recurring thing, it might not. Okay. But usually I watch random shit during the week and I'll be like, that's a funny little thing. <laughs> and so, right. so the other day, I think it was right after we recorded like the last podcast. Yeah. And I watched the film Tom Hardy, but there's two Tom Hardys. Right. And right. in the film, Tom give Hardy someone, has... A... Give someone the name of that actual film. That'll for people out. that might not understand. So in the film, Tom Hardy, but there's two Tom Hardys. <laughs> Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy have a fight. Right. I'm going to preface this, by the way. I feel like if we had a fight, this would be our reaction. Right. To it so that they're having a fight and then one of the tom hardy's picks up the other tom hardy by the nuts and just lifts him like <laughs> in the air and then drops him so there's a bit where he like you know they, they have a bit of a fight tom hardy got lifted by the nuts punches the other tom hardy and he walks off and he's like oh my nose it's broken this is no good tom hardy who's been you know nuts bangled walks over sits down and goes oh god you don't go for another best jewels what the fuck <laughs> i feel so like rude. that would be my reaction i feel like if we had a fight and you lifted me by my nuts i wouldn't be annoyed just be like what the fuck i mean <laughs> my I'm, nuts. <laughs> i would I, for you know quick disclaimer i would not grab this man's genitals and try and lift him up in the air by the yeah he just, could get his hand around it mate yeah all right all right mate it's keep it pg shall come on <laughs> But anyway, no, that's do, do your second game. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought that was quite funny. It was. We might we might revisit that bit. Oh, I might. Depends if I watch something. I'm like, that's a funny little bit. All right, uh, game number two. Pick 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 a one or one or two. One. All right, strap in, lads, because it's Mountain Blade Banner Lord. Oh God! <laughs> Grab yourselves a drink, boys. Pause it. Put the kettle on. Well, don't pause it. Keep listening to it. Put the kettle on. Go on a long road trip because this is going to be a five-hour episode. It's, it's not. not. I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it sweet. Bit like, I got, like I said, quick, quick mention. Last week, well, we we spoke briefly about games. I did mention Man and Blade briefly, which is why Bioshock and Last of Us aren't on this list because we spoke about it briefly last week. We don't need to know on about the same games. <clears throat> cut that out. That's not like burgers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to cut it out. <laughs> no, I'm not going to sit in on the edit this time. So if you leave in my burp, we're leaving in the burp. But I don't think it's very professional. <laughs> I want to put that out there. All right. So Mountain Blade. Mountain Blade. How do I sum? There's so much to say. There is so much to say. Mountain Blade is like when I first started playing it. It was like going to work. It was during lockdown. 
I would wake up at whenever, and I'd play Mountain Blade, and then about 18 hours later, <laughs> I would go to sleep, and then I'd wake up, and then I'd play Mountain Blade. And this went on for about two weeks. I, I can confirm, because we were we had been getting into, I think it was either PUBG or Warzone at the time, it was one of the two. I think it was Siege. Um, it might, yeah, it might have been Siege. Quick, quick special mention to those three. We spent a lot of time playing them, and they're quite fun. Um, but, but back to the point I was making. I would message Spencer because I knew he wasn't working at the time because he'd just moved away, uh, yeah. and I think either you hadn't started there or you hadn't been no, there enough to get furlough or something, yeah, something like that. Uh, and I was, I kept, I messaged him most days like, "Oh, you want to play some Siege or you want to play some PUBG?" It was like Mountain Blade. Oh, you play some Siege, Bannerlord. You want to play some Siege? Yeah, I wouldn't Score. even be like, "Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm playing this today." I'd literally just put Mountain Blade. Yeah. <laughs> Bannerlord. I was, I wasn't playing Mountain Blade. I was experiencing it. <laughs> he was Mountain Blade. The thing is, that is the gigs. Like when I was younger, I would play Skyrim religiously. Yes, and Skyrim's or, on or this list purely Black because zombies. Well, no, I'm going for more Skyrim because. There was something about Skyrim. It was like it's the open world. It was you know all of the stuff you could do, but mm. I couldn't quite figure out why I could never find something that gave me quite the same itch. And I played yeah. Mountain Blade, and I was like, oh, it's, it's the fantasy element. It's the you go in. There's no like guns. There's no like special things. It's just you go in. You're a bloke, and you've got a sword, and you just hit people with it. That's what I like. So you go in. For those of you who haven't played a Mountain Blade, I probably should get to it. You you start as you, you're just one bloke. The story of Bannerlord, which is the one I'm talking about specifically, which might be a bit controversial because I know people prefer Warband. But if you like Warband, congratulations, you've got a wrong opinion. <laughs> it's not as good. <laughs> Bannerlord, you start in and the story is your parents have been killed and your brother's doing something. I don't really pay attention. You Batman? Maybe. Maybe, if you want. You go in and you start and it's like, right, so... I don't remember if you actually have a type like claim to the kingdom, but you, you, you can form your own kingdom and then make claim to the land. So that's usually what I do. But you go in, you're one bloke, and then you go to a city or a town and you'll recruit people. And then you can fight looters and bandits to train them up. And then you have a... So, so you have a clan and the clan goes through... So there's like tier one to six i think it goes to tier one you just you can have like 30 guys with you and you can have like a couple companions who are just slightly better troops so you can get to do stuff for you then you go up to tier two where you get it increases your party limit and your companions and then you can become a mercenary to the six kingdoms i'm not going to look it up i'm going to try to do it off the top of my head you've got batanians who are like like Gaelic warriors. You've got the Sturgeons, who are like your classic like Nordic Vikings. Then you've got the Valadians, I think they're called. Though for those of you who have played Warband, they are essentially Swadia. Then you've got the three different empires, which are... Okay, I can't remember the other two off the top of my head. One of them's like <laughs> Asia, and one of them's like the Middle East. They're pretty cool. But the, the, the story of Mountain Blade, Bannerlord, I'll be very brief, is there was an overall, like, empire kind of Romanesque thing, but the king died, and the the empire has been split into three. There's the southern, the western, and the northern. 
the southern is ruled by the previous emperor's wife who says she has claim because she was married there is the western who i believe they want a diplomatic society and then the southern who he was like the general and he's like fucking power i'll, I'll, I'll rule this kingdom <laughs> by sword standard um oh christ i could do a whole episode on this i really need to nip this in don't i we, we can Basically, do a whole uh, episode at some point potentially yeah, maybe i will but the, the the whole thing like i should probably say the the three games i'm talking about today aren't necessarily my favorite games but they're games i feel like that i just touched the bloody mic thing i do apologize uh, so, yeah, so they're not necessarily my favorite games but they're games that i have enjoyed and that i have a lot to say about yeah i think i'd i'd like to say that about my list as well like these are sort of the first few games that came to my head they may not necessarily be my favorites or i might look back on it or i might look through my games library on either steam or xbox and be like oh yeah that game because there's some that you're like oh yeah i really enjoyed that but they're not that memorable if that makes sense yeah like, like for example you said sea of thieves like i love sea of thieves and if i'd remembered sea of thieves before now that would probably yeah. be on my list and would be doing a top five opposed to a top three but yeah i didn't remember it I suppose Sea of Thieves kind of fits into one of the ones I want to talk about, but we'll we'll get to that when we get to it. Yeah, and there's um, so many different genres and so many different consoles that we've played on. Yeah, exactly. And you've got mobile games now as well. Back in the day, you had Facebook games. Like you had, I can't remember. There was a really good <sighs> Lucky Trains. Yeah, like, like stuff like that. Like there's just so many different things you could talk about. These are all just kind of our honourable mentions, if you will. Yeah. Well, it was, yeah. Yeah. Farmville, too massive. Where you at? preferred Farmville 1. <laughs> I actually did. I, I, like I did too. I was just trying to make a funny <laughs> joke. Uh, oh, Christ. I really could go on all day, mm. all day about Mountain Blade. I'm going to try and, and knuckle it down. So Mountain Blade... Christ. I'm having a crisis right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's trying to it, like slim I'm, this. I'm whole, trying to condense it. Yeah, into five minutes. <laughs> it, literally, I'm trying to like condense it and then I'm like, so I can mention that and then I'm like, Oh shit! But then that reminds me of that. I could actually talk for hours <laughs> about this game. Well, we could we could potentially we'll, we'll see what people think. Let us know. Do you, Christ close the door? What was I saying? Yes. Uh, let you know. Let us know if you do want us to do a Mountain Blade episode. I mean, when I say us, it will be me listening to Spencer talk about Mountain Blade <laughs> for an hour, or we'll do a bonus where it's just me talking about stuff I like. Yeah, from I mean, yeah, Blade. we could do stuff like that. Um, <laughs> if uh, if you want, we we have the socials. Don't forget, everything is. I remember I I said last week that our at is remember that bit when it's not. It's just at remember that bit because I couldn't get remember that bit when because it's too long. You're so, sure. if you want to talk to us? Reach out on at remember that bit. Anywhere you want. We'll put links. Or Carry we won't. On. Honestly, now that I'm sitting here, I regret putting Mountain Blade in because <laughs> there's so much going through my head that I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna very, very briefly summarise it, and I'm actually gonna do it this time. It, the, the battles are amazing. I think you can have like a thousand people on screen at once. Jeez. And just it, there's a bit I done which I'm surprised I hadn't done it because I've got like 600 hours in the game nearly. I was I led the cavalry charge of my army while I was listening to Doom music. And it was one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life. It was just, I was riding along and I had like 300 cavalry riders behind me and was slamming into like a wall of, of like 200 infantry men. And it was just, it's just carnage. It's just like, like when actual wars in Mountain Blade where you're on an open field battle, it's just a sea of people crashing into each other. And it's just so fun to watch. Mm. 
and it's not one of those games where it's like everyone charges as you can take control of like individual people and then some people depending on or cultures even in the game they all fight differently so so is that example, similar to like Rome Total War? Because I remember, I, again, I, it wasn't really anything uh, I played, but I saw Connor and of. Dean play them. Very, you could choose very what loosely. units you want to attack and stuff, can't you? Yeah, loosely. It's not as because like Total War, you'll have like you can have I think like twenty separate people at once, but there's like there's like you could get thousands and thousands of people on screen there because yeah. each like. Or they'd be called a squad, well, they they attacked as squads and units, didn't they? I suppose. Yeah. So you, you'll have like a for like Empire, for example, you'll get a a, a squad of or a militia or whatever of yeah. riflemen. But there's like a hundred in there, and that's just like one squad. Whereas Mountain Blade, you'll have an army of like three hundred people, all comprised of infantry units, cavalry, right? I see. Uh, archers, stuff like that. So you control the different formations. So you can control the infantry the archery the cavalry etc all of them individually but like different cultures will fight differently so the ones who are i think they're supposed to be like china or mongolia they're okay. all they're all like archers all horse archers you'll go in nice. for a battle and you'll just get attacked by a hundred horses with people <laughs> with bows and arrows Stand. whereas the like the sturgeons or the battalions who are like vikings they're majority foot soldiers so you'll go in and there's just a wave of people with big fucking axes and shields running at you yeah so they all fight differently it's 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 incredible some of the fight scenes are amazing it's like this so if you go into a battle so you have 300 people and the enemy has 100 people they will not press their charge they will go all the way to the edge of the map and they will get a shield wall and they will hold their ground unless you unless you're like picking them off one by one then they'll have to force the charge hmm. whereas if you go in and you've only got 100 people they have 300 you do not have a moment to think they are on you like a fly on shit but yeah so it's 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 not just like you go in and then you're like oh i smack people with sword it's it's <laughs> it's there's there's a lot of like thinking to do like like you can have hill advantage for example because where you are it's over, on Anakin. the map <laughs> you, you do have the high ground <laughs> But like they're in one of the recent updates, there used to be like X amount of battlefields you would pick from, and it would be like, mm. oh, you're vaguely on this point in the map, so we'll give you the the hilly green bit. Right. The okay. map has been sectioned into grids, I think. So where you are on the world map, it will give you a battlefield of that. Oh, that's so clever. if you end up fighting like on a slight decline in like a slightly forested area, the battlefield you go on will be slightly wooded. On a slight slill, like a slill, slill slope. I tried to say slope. That's slope and hill, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's it's very clever the way they've done it. Like obviously, it's it's a thing that you would expect, but because the map is so big, they couldn't add that much in. And then later in the game, they're like, oh, I suppose we can do that. So it's it's very clever. Like if you fight on a bridge or near a bridge, the bridge will be there on the battlefield, so you can go and hold That's up on clever. the bridge or something. It's I could keep talking for this for hours, so I'm going <laughs> to stop it there and say it's just. You go in, it's a big open world, you can it's just, just you and you do what you can go and you can be a, you can be a mercenary, you can start your own kingdom, you can pledge yourself to one of the existing kingdoms. And it's just it's a very freeing game where you go in and you just do what you want to do. Decent. Anyway, stop me talking because I'll keep going. <laughs> What's your next one? 
I'm probably going to roll two into one here because one of them I don't really have too much to talk about. Um, the first one being, again, similar to what I touched on last week in terms of racing games. I've grown up around motorbikes from pretty much as early as I can remember. There's always either been motorbikes on the TV or uh, my brothers would be racing them somewhere and I'd kind of just go along and vibe. So I've had a, a big interest in motorbikes for like, as long as I can remember. And I specifically remember one of the first MotoGP games I remember playing being MotoGP 4 on the PlayStation 2. Between okay. my brother uh, brothers and I, this is probably still our favourite MotoGP. Don't really know why. Yeah, you kind of were talking about it in the front room the other day. We were. It's such an iconic game. And I don't know if it's the same across all of the, the MotoGP players community that played that long sort of that far back but for a ps2 game it felt really good like the bikes felt heavy but they didn't feel light they didn't feel too heavy which sounds like a silly statement but if you ever played a game where you race bikes you'll know what i mean in terms of the way they the way they turn the way they lean sometimes they feel like they just fall on their side sometimes they feel too heavy it's really awkward but that one was like iconic that one and then probably mozo gp8 were the like the groundbreaking ones back in the day I think I've owned pretty much every MotoGP since 2004. I don't think they released one in 2005. I think they did four, six, seven, eight, nine, and then, you know, the, the list goes on. Although I think maybe they didn't do... I don't know, they did do 15. So there's one that they missed in the last few years because they made a Valentino Rossi game instead. Uh, they were either celebrating an anniversary or something. I can't remember when that was now. But that was focused but purely on Valentino Rossi. They had, I think they had his rally car, his bike, and I think his F1 car or GT3 car or something like that. Um, but very, very fun games. I, I spent lots of hours literally all around the country playing those games. We used to have a motorhome that we'd take to the racetracks and of an evening or in between sessions or because you know, I was quite young, I couldn't always work on the bikes. I'd just be sat in the motorhome just playing the ps2 and the tv we had just, just look out the window mate. <laughs> I, I could have done but if you're I, there <laughs> well exactly i mean it, it, i did have a very i was very lucky with the the childhood i had in that sense that it wasn't boring if you know what i mean like i was always out somewhere if it wasn't ice hockey uh, i've just spoiled it if it wasn't bike racing it was ice hockey <sighs> if it wasn't that yeah i know right um dun, dun, dun. <laughs> foreshadowing but gone wrong um yeah i, I mean we we always done something uh one of my fondest memories to do with bikes is we had a road trip down to the czech republic we went to watch the moto gp in the czech republic at a track called Brno, and that was incredible that was a really really good experience and again i think that was 2000 i want to say that was 2008 might have been a bit earlier but i think we took <laughs> i think we took the ps2 and moto gp4 and i think we were playing that in the campsite um, trying them. to see who could get the best lap time around Bruno, um, like the rest of them. Um, and then MotoGP 20 was probably the one that I got the most involved in, in terms of like seriousness, because I think they released eSports on 2019. Again, could be wrong, but I was quite good at MotoGP. So I thought, well, fuck it, I'll, I'll enter the eSports. I'll see what happens. And I didn't know, but I actually got the game quite late. And I had missed the entries for esports, even though you could still enter, but it didn't tell you that the entries had closed. But I, it was, yeah, it was weird. But I smashed the entry time by like two seconds or so. So it was really, really annoying. I could have done it, 
but I entered late and then they changed the mechanics for 21 and I was just awful at it. I couldn't do it. So fuming on that one. Um, but yeah, and very, very, very good games. Um, and then moving on to the second one, this is one that Spencer's going to hate because I constantly try and get him to play it and it's not Counter-Strike, is FIFA. Again, oh, God. <laughs> I touched on this a little bit last week. Oh. I've played FIFA. I mean, again, I've probably played FIFA off and on since, I don't know, like 2008 or so. Um, I used to play PES before that. I remember PES 2004 and PES 2008 being the great not ones. The, not the sweet dispensers. <laughs> no, Pro Evolution Soccer. Not um, the Shrek who spits out the little chalky sweets. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> so, so you, you've been giving a big, big info dump on bikes. So I'm like, man, my brain's fried. Do something funny quick. <laughs> um, fun fact, I think it's PES 2004 is the only FIFA to have a referee on the cover. There you go. 2004? Yeah. Again. I, I think, uh, was it PES 4? Let me, let, me, let me check that quickly. I'm like 99% sure it was. PES 4. Yes, it was. It had the Italian guy that I can never remember his name. Mario. <laughs> that's the one. That that's it. Oh, I can't remember his name. Some Italian ref, but he was like terrifying. Like, everyone was scared of him. He was such a he was such a good referee. Uh, he was he was he was a good the headmaster from Matilda. No, Mrs. Trunchbull, whatever her name was. You're just being silly. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. So again, FIFA's been FIFA or football in general been quite a big part of of my childhood and growing up. I've probably played consistently from FIFA 14 in terms of like ultimate team. That was the year that I, I probably put the most time into it to start with that like really got me into it. Um, I think again, that started with, with Connor and Dean. We were all playing and seeing who could get the best team. Dean, of course, being Dean had the best team because he had to have best in slot. I think his team was like full legends. I think they were called legends back, back then. They became icons a few years ago. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say 14 was when I got into it and then I started really playing it from probably 18 onwards, as in like entering foot champs every weekend, playing competitively, trying to get a really good team. And then in FIFA 22, so this year's FIFA 20, uh, FIFA, Jesus, this year's FIFA 20. Yeah, good job, buddy. Jesus Christ, there's too many dates <laughs> there's happening so, in this episode. There's, there's so many. This year's FIFA being FIFA 2022, which also in a few days, what, uh, 29, no, 19 days from recording. Oh, too be... many dates, man. <laughs> so Talk about the footballs. <laughs> 19 days from now, there'll be a new FIFA coming out. You kick the balls and you <coughs> do goals. You do, you're right. Um, <laughs> they, I, I think the market changed on quite drastically from FIFA 22. So, for example, like players like Ronaldo or Messi, you know, two of the, the flagship footballers that everyone will know. You say football, yeah, everyone someone knows. will be like, oh, Lionel Ronaldo, you're like, I'm close enough, buddy. That that sort of thing. Like, everyone knows them. But from yeah. FIFA 21 backwards, they, they've always been the most expensive players on Ultimate Team. Usually they'd sit around the 1 million coin mark and you would get, say, 800 coins a game. So it's going to take you a long time to save them up unless you get really lucky with packs. But packs are a different thing. This year, I remember buying at the, at the start of the game. It jump. It always drops ridiculously cheap towards the end. But within the first couple of months, I remember buying Messi for 400k. So that's 600k cheaper than any other FIFA before, which that's made the two game... two and a half Messis. That is two, you're right. That is two and a half Messis. It's a bit like two and a half men. 
a good show, I think. <laughs> it's all right. Um, not, not what we're talking about this episode. But I think that's not part of talk about what we like. Mate. That's what's very true. F- fuck the fuck the system. Fuck FIFA. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie Sheen. I think <laughs> stick it to the so man, am I right? Um, yeah. So it made the market a lot more accessible. I, I remember teams I had before. I'd be like, I'd be flipping my lid if I had some special cards in my team. This year, within the first two months, I don't think I had a normal card in my team. I think they were all special cards. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It is, and it got, it got a lot better. Um, okay, it, I, I heard, I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to gloss over it and, and make it more natural. Um, and a bit more politically <laughs> correct. Yes. Um, but yeah, they, they made it a lot more achievable, a lot more playable. Because, I mean, yeah, granted, I got very, very lucky at the start. I think in my second week of, of foot champs. Um, also, that wasn't a voice crack. That's so out there. I itched my nose and it made my voice go high. He is a pretty <laughs> good boy. I am. At, at 23, we are celebrating his 14th yeah. birthday today. <laughs> that's why he said happy Hanukkah. I did, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Like <laughs> yeah, moving on. Um, uh, da, da, da. Yeah, so I, I got very, very lucky in my second week of foot champs. I got... Is he the first or second in form, Mo Salah? For people that don't really understand FIFA, one of the best, well, he was last year, one of the best football players. Um, Masala in is the league. Curry. No, that's Masala. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm um, trying to keep the, keep, keep the comedy, <laughs> comedy going. You're not doing very well. Um, but he was worth like 800k. So I sold him and could afford That's two messies. Exactly, right? That's my point. It was what mental. the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I sold one Holy player for shit. two players. It's it's crazy, dude. FIFA for me was a lot more enjoyable this year because it wasn't a case of, oh, you haven't put £300 into the game. Fuck you and everything you stand for. You're not winning. And your eyebrows. <laughs> it, it, it did feel a bit like that. It did feel a bit like Walter White saying, fuck you and your eyebrows every time. Speaking of Walter White... I forgot to mention this last time. When we went to yeah, yeah, when we went to see Dear Evan Hansen, we walked past. We walked past Walter White. Well, there, yeah, there's, there's a bloke is alive. Who, he does he does like shit on Instagram and like TikTok where like he's the oh, I'm I'm the Walter. I found his Instagram. I was like, wow. We, do you reckon that was the same guy? It was definitely the same guy. Well, I do. I, you keep talking about FIFA. I'll find the Instagram and I'll send it to you. And it was the exact <laughs> man we walked past. That's mental. But like it was uncanny. Like he had the same shirt on. He had the right trousers. Like he had the hat. It was Heisenberg. Um, 
But he, yes, <laughs> so, so I walked past. I went, "It's fucking Heisenberg." Yeah. <laughs> and he looked at us and like he was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm Heisenberg." He was like, "You're, You're goddamn right. <laughs> I am the danger." Bless him. He's living his best life. Talk, talk about what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I think I'm pretty much done with FIFA now. Long story short, FIFA fun last year, much more accessible. New one comes out soon. Woo! I played it for a year. It wasn't that fun. Don't listen to him. Actually, no. Actually, that's a lie. You, you I actually, actually enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. But then I broke one yeah, of my see? controllers and I couldn't play it. So I stopped. <laughs> I stopped. So, so he's going to play it again this year. I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah, you can use my copy. No, because I don't want to have to... It's cause it's one of those games where you need to invest a bit of money for it to be worth playing. Nah, you don't have to. You didn't last year. Yeah, well, you say that, but I went in. I tried playing it again, if you remember. I played it for about a week. I didn't invest any money, and it was just bollocks. It was just pure <laughs> bollocks. You started it like... When I played before, I got into it in like the first week or whatever, and I was playing it. Yeah. And I had like a Bundesliga team, and it was, it was pretty good. And then I think I upgraded to... Whatever the Uber Eats one was, uh, League One. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I, I, had a, I had a decent team then, and then I stopped playing it because I broke a controller. And I was like, yeah, it was mm-hmm. fun, but I'm not really that good at it. And then I think I've played it either when we moved in or just before we moved here. And you were like, play it again. I was like, fine, I'll play it. And it was just shit. I, I was just like, oh, this is fucking bollocks, mate. I'm just kicking. Yeah, that, that would be nothing. because you fell behind the curve because you couldn't, you didn't have a competitive. It wasn't team, even but... so much that. Like I wasn't necessarily doing bad, but I was just playing. I was like, just fucking kicking balls, <laughs> mate. <laughs> like, all I'm doing yeah, is man. kicking a ball, and um, like it's going in a goal. Like, great. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that said, what's your next game? My next game, right? This one's this one's a bit more fun. So for for the for people who just had to lads. had to sit through Mountain Blade and FIFA, <laughs> it's going to get a bit more lads. fun now. I'm going to talk about Pokemon. <gasps> oh, Poke- Pokemon! You're going to be the very catch <laughs> I was going to put Pokemon on my list, but again, I assumed you were going to do it. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to talk. Speci- and this is I forgot to say this at the start. Some of my game, or at least most of the games on this list, are probably controversial, insofar as they're not mainstream. What? Kind. So do you mean as in... I mean, so so Mountain Blade, for example. No, no, not so much that. Like, Mountain Blade is, by all counts, a good game. But people say, oh, Warband's better because this and that. Whereas I'm talking about, specifically, Generation 3 Pokemon. And whenever I say that right. to people, they're like, oh, Gen 1, Charizard! And fuck yourself, right? <laughs> you know what Generation 3 has? It has the previous two generations, right? So there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> no, that's why it I'm still gonna... has them. Yeah, it still has them. It's just got more Pokemon who I think are better. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say, because I think Pokemon peaked at Gen 3. I don't get me wrong, but Gen 4, which is Diamond and Pearl, for those of you who don't know. Yeah, uh, as I say, for the people, yeah. say say which, which game's Gen 3. Yeah, I think we're up to like Gen... I can't do it off the top of my head. So you've got Gen 1, like you've got Red. Gen 9 now, aren't we? I think we're up to 10 or 9. There's, yeah, so Generation 1, but I'm going to put out there. Generation 1's very good. It's probably my most played generation, but I'm going to talk specifically about Gen 3 because it's the game I enjoyed the most. Gen 2, I didn't play much of, which is a shame because it looked very good. So I don't have an opinion on that. Gen 3, the one I'm talking about. Gen 4, I like it, but I got Pearl. And I was still young at the time, so I didn't quite understand Pokemon. So I gave it to my sister to be like, can you help me with this gym? Because I don't know what I'm doing. And then I didn't get the game back. <laughs> I saw it maybe two months later, and my Pip Plopper turned into a gym jar. 
So I was, I just ripped that game off. I wasn't playing it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I'd, I'd accepted it wasn't my game anymore at that point. I think Gen 5 is black and white, which is shit. If you like it, you're wrong and it's bad. I didn't like it. All the designs were shit. The starters yeah, were boring. I disliked it. And then for some reason, they made black and white too. Electric Boogaloo. And then I stopped playing Pokemon. So I've had it. I'm not playing Pokemon anymore. X and Y were okay. And then X and Y came out and I was like, this looks fucking great. And it was great. The, the starters mm. were interesting again. The new Pokemon they added were fun. You got to get like some Gen 1 stuff for a bit of nostalgia. That was fun. Yeah. Then it went to Sun and Moon, I think, which I didn't play. But it looked pretty good, but I just didn't get around to playing it because I think... No, Sun and Moon were quite recent, weren't they? No, no, no. Sun and Moon was still on the DS. Was it? I think it was on the 3DS, yeah. I didn't play that one, but it did look good. And then we got the Switch era, I believe. I think because then we got Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which I played, which were very fun. And we got Sword and Shield which was very good. I like Sword and Shield. The first three days of me playing that was me getting Shiny Rookie D, which I'm very proud of. I, I remember you saying about that. Yeah, it was literally, I'd go to work, I'd come home and I'd play Pokemon until I fell asleep for three days until I got Shiny. <laughs> then, I believe it was Legends of Arceus and then Shining Pearl and then a new one that's coming out soon. So that's all the generations, unless I've missed one, in which case, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I suppose like to throw in oh, so, my... My favourite Pokemon, the one that still holds dear in my heart, was uh, Heart Hot Gold and yeah. Soul Silver. Yeah, so I was about to say. I think technically, Heart Gold and Soul Silver is Gen Four. I think because they were just remakes. As they were as remakes of Silver. They, they and were Gold. gold yeah. yeah, Silver and Gold, but done nicer for the DS. They hold a place in my heart because I I remember playing them on the DSi back in back yes, in yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of the biggest cause i wanted to get soul silver because i like lugia a lot but i never got yeah. it and that's why i don't have much knowledge of gen 2 yeah which is shame, was the first good. legendary pokemon i ever caught there you go well a bit of useless trivia for you there <laughs> <laughs> anyway but back to now that i've done my generation walkthrough for no reason that was off the top of my gen, head which gen is, z Zed, we're English. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Generation Three. It's my favourite generation of Pokemon. Mainly, mainly, not mainly, maybe mainly, because the starters are great. Except Torchic, because Gen Three kicked off the firefighting stigma, which I'm against. Because every fire starter, mm. other than like two of them since Generation Three, have been firefighting. And I'm against it. Blaze King. Are they like twisted off. fire starters? If Connor opens another door, I'm going to go shit. <laughs> so annoying. Right? <laughs> Every five minutes, the door's opening. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, let's start with the starters. Uh, we've got. I think we Munchkin. just. I think we just had a Spitfire fly overhead. My God, that was loud. Welcome to 1990. Nope, 1941, <laughs> guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Anyway, as you were. <laughs> yeah, Gen 3, the starters, they're very good. I think it's probably the first generation, or I suppose Generation 1, all the starters are good. Generation 2, Chikri is a bit like, eh. But generation 3, all the starters are great. You've got Mudkip, who then turns into Swampert, which is great. I'm not going to do the second one, because I can't remember his name. You've got Torchic, who's Blaze King, which is fine, but again, it's the firefighting that's played out. And then you've got Trico. Who is the best Pokemon of all time? And if you think wrong, if you think wrong, 
well, I suppose what my opinion of you is. <laughs> See, if you don't <laughs> what like Trico, what he's trying to say is he loves Trico and he loves Again, Trico so looking, much. He has. I'm looking at my tattoo it. of Trico right now, and he is. He's having a very. It was one of the first ones you got, wasn't it? From memory, it was you. You had your right arm is just all flash tattoos, basically. Can I do it? In I remember Trico being one of the first ones you got because you got it done in Crayford. I got a technique Elton while I lived at Crayford. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He was the eighth tattoo I got. Okay, eighth. Which with how many I've got is still quite early in the game. It's still quite yeah, it's still quite early doors, and you you got a few of them done at the same time. Yes. So you got you got three what three done in your first sitting? Yeah, three done in my first sitting. Then I got one done, it like just kind of off the cuff when I went to my mum in Norfolk, so it was cheap. And then I went to a Friday the thirteenth tattoo special deal, and I got three tattoos there. And then I was talking to the woman who was doing it, and I was like, I want to get a Pokemon done. Do you want to do this Pokemon for me? And she went, Yes. I would do that for money. <laughs> I said, wonderful. Here's some money. And then I got Trico done like the following week or whatever. Yeah. So it was, it was still quite early doors. Like Even though it was your eighth, it was still quite early. All of the tattoos I had before were still healing when I got it done is, <laughs> is, is how early it was. It was still yes. within like a few weeks. Yeah. But anyway, that, that's, yeah, Generation 3, I love it. The stars, I think all the Pokemon of personalities, they were... It's one of the games where the... The, what the the rival is like kind of annoying, but then when you beat him, I feel like, I yeah. feel the same. I feel the same about that in Sword and Shield. Oh, Hop, man, is Hop is so such a annoying, bastard, isn't he? It's like it's just it's every just five gift. minutes. It's like, hey, ha- hi, mate. You you want to? <laughs> God, my brother's so strong. I'm good. You want to fight? Like, no, he's just really a get in. I was just trying to get down Route Five. He, he's, he's that friend who is like <laughs> he's too like enthusiastic to see you, and you're like, I oh, just fuck yeah. off, mate. Like, yeah, and you can tell. I don't know why, but this uh, Sword and Shield. I don't know if it's the same for the rest of them, but this one seems to have been so anglicized. It's painful. No, like, it's, it's because from yeah, it's because is, you're right, mate. Yeah, it's because just Sword shut, and Shield is meant to be set in England. Yeah. So that, that's understand. why when you meet like the police characters, it's like, hello, 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 what's all this then? You fancy a scrap with a copper? <laughs> it's thing, it's like, like a lot of the Pokemon games will be set in eras. Like, I think the yeah. new one is set in like Spain or something. Oh, really? And it's like, it reflects like the way the cities are, the Pokemon kind of reflects the times. That's hmm. why Mr. Grime in, in Sword and Shield has like a little fucking top hat and a cane because it's, it's, it's supposed that to be England, sense. so he's a you know he's that a gentleman. He's a little Lord Fauntleroy. There's a little Auntie Donna reference for any of you that might understand. Auntie Donna's big old house of fun. Yes. Well, so I've about the legendaries. The legendaries are fucking sick. You got Kyogre. You got Groudon. You got fucking Rayquaza. Three of the coolest Pokemon in the world. I prefer I prefer Kyogre to Groudon. Uh, I know that's probably a bit weird, but fuck off. Rayquaza was a pretty good. Oh yeah, Rayquaza is like the fucking top dog. No one competes that. But because with Gen three, you had uh, Emerald, Sapphire, and Ruby. Emerald being the like the culmination one, if you will, being like mm. the platinum to diamonds and pearls. But I preferred uh, Sapphire because I like Kyogre. He's a big whale and he has fun. Yeah, I I remember being so disheartened when I found out at first because I I made my mum get me both Soul Silver and Heart Gold because I thought they were different games. (laughs) And then it was only about halfway through the second one I realised, hang on a minute, 
this is just the same. Yeah, that brings me to my next point: is that Pokemon, as good as it is, it's not people who hate people friendly. So if I want to complete the Pokédex, I need to have a friend who has yeah. the counter game. Because, for example, in you have to get the other yeah, in in Diamond and Pearl, at least the new one, say like Weedle is only in Pearl and Caterpie is only in Diamond. So if I want to complete the Pokédex, I need to have a friend, which is disgusting. <laughs> I do not want friends. I want to play my children's game by myself, and I want to <laughs> and I want to have some fun with it. That I, that was one thing I really enjoyed about Sword and Shield, and I, I I a bit like you didn't play Pokemon for quite a few years, so I I missed out quite a lot on the DS. But they have the surprise trade on Sword and Shield. I don't is that in any of the others? I don't know when it was. I think it was. In, I think it was in Y, but I, I don't know when it was introduced because I said I, right. I played when Gen Four came out. I stopped playing Pokemon because my sister yeah. stole it, and I, it got a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> But you you can get so lucky with the surprise trains. Like I remember, uh, I've done a few playthroughs of Sword. I haven't completed it yet, but I've done a few playthroughs. Um, and I I traded like a level one Eevee and got like a level one hundred shiny back or something. Um, just just completely unnecessary. And this playthrough, I sent away a, I think I sent like a level four Rookie back, and I got a Ryulu, which has just evolved into Lucario. I do like Lucario. He's a good dude. Lucario's a good dude. Lucario's a solid little fella. See, that's a bit of Pokemon I don't like. So I like the grind. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm just going to get rid of this, you know, this PC filler. I'm going to give away this Weedle. And then I get like a level 100 back. And I'm like, what's the fucking point in that then? With with those ones, I do tend to... Like, I won't use them if they're high level. I will trade them back off. Yeah, it's just, just, so just, just for Pokedex, Pokedex stuff. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. If there's one that I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I want to use him, I won't use it unless it's either similar to my level or it's like level one, and then I'll train it up in the back of the party. I'll just leave it there until it's the right level. Yeah, so that's one of, I think, a problem that I found because my most played Pokemon game is probably Fire Red, which is technically Gen 3, but it is Gen 1. It's just, it's essentially Soul Silver in the fact that yeah. Fire Red is just the remastered of Red. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what game it was introduced in, but I know in... I suppose it would be... might be Sun and Moon who's introduced, but in Y, you got a thing called an XP share, which is what it is. You yes. give it to a yeah, Pokemon. You had, yeah, and then the XP would go through gives the it whole... to everyone, yeah. Because that was so annoying. I, yeah, I remember that early doors. You wouldn't... The other Pokemon wouldn't level up at least yeah. equally. It would only level which up with so the one annoying. you fought. Which is, is yeah. fine, because you'd learn how to play with it. But it was just, like, when... When you get further in, you're like, oh, I want to place this Pokemon, but you've got like a team of 50s, and then you catch a level 30 yeah. of the Pokemon you want. It's just a bit. Yeah, and then you awkward. have to go back like three routes to be able to fight Pokemon that are yeah. the right level. Whereas now it's just a commonplace thing that happens. Like yeah, every Pokemon will level up. Equal, yeah. Which is, it's, it's a nice ease of life thing. Yeah. I, I, it I, does take away some of the grind, but equally, it's just so much more convenient, and I kind of, I'm here for it. Yeah, it's just, just it's like I said, it's just an ease of life thing. Whereas before, mm. I'd spend like a whole day just walking around Freelian Forest trying to level up my Pikachu. <laughs> Whereas now I can just go and fight whoever, and then it will level up. Yeah. Have you ever caught a shiny like naturally? No, I don't have as much commitment to the grind as you do. <laughs> yeah, I love, love that. But I think that's why I like I like and I dislike Let's Go Pikachu because so Let's Go Pikachu it, it's a remaster of Gen One again. All the Pokemon are like walking around, and it's very very cool. But shiny hunting is almost too easy in it. 
like really... like you can not only can you easily find shinies just by like standing still or just walking back and forth in an area but you can like hunt specific ones so i walked oh, okay. in and i was like i want a shiny arcanine and i want a shiny gyarados so i go to where they spawn and i just walk about a bit and then eventually i found one like you can hunt specific people People Speaking of Gyarados, do you remember in I think I think it was either in black and white or heart gold and soul silver. I won't remember them. This is the shiny was... one. No, well, it wasn't shiny, but it was red. That's shiny. Was it? That's a shiny Gyarados. So you could. There was a certain place. There was a certain lake. I can't remember where yeah, it was. Yeah, I think this is Gen two there. because I. It's, it's one of those things where there's a few Pokemon where you get like a guarantee shiny, and I think it is yeah. Gen two where he's just like in a lake and you can go catch the red Gyarados, which is a shiny right. Gyarados. Okay, so then yes, I have caught a shiny because I remember. Well, that one's like in the game though. It's not like a. Yeah. A, a I haven't found it by ex- yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it was. Because I got really confused. I was I was looking at everyone else's Gyarados because this was back in the day when everyone would take the DS to school and you'd be like, look at my Pokemon. <laughs> I had everyone had a blue Gyarados. I was like, mine's red. What what what? Yeah, no, and like, that, <gasps> that was a shiny. Oh, I'm so cool. <laughs> yeah, but you just get that in the game. So. Oh wow, well, it's not important though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but I think we spent far too long talking about Pokemon. Yeah. We should probably move on shortly. Yeah, well, we've only got two more games to talk about, haven't we? Uh yes. I think one more thing though. I think the first time mm-hmm. I'd caught because it took me a very, very long time before I even like knew what shinies were or had the concept of them. And I think I vividly remember like finding a shiny Poochiana and I'd done like the classic meme of oh, why is it yellow? And I'd yeah. and I just <laughs> left it. And then it, like I just remembered it one time and I was like, Oh shit, did I just give away like a shiny Oh mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, Pokemon Pokemon's great. I think Pokemon's been one of those games where I've, I've always it's a solid game. played one. Like even when I fell off of, with Gen Four, I was still replaying like Gen Three and Gen One. Hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're quite fun. Some of the old ones to just whack an emulator on your phone and just. Oh yeah, that, that's through. how I played Emerald. I had an emulator on yeah. my phone. Yeah, they're good fun. They're, they're always they're always games you can go back to. There, there's always going to be a Pokemon to play. Yeah. You, like even if you just go through and you play a different team, it makes it feel new again. Yeah. You wanted to talk about some shit games. Yes, so not not so much shit games, but games that promised to be so good or we were really, really excited for and they didn't quite deliver. Yeah, when on, I say shit, I do that with uh, with air quotes. Do you, do you want to talk about your one or should I talk about mine quickly first? Uh, well, I've just had a battery low warning on my laptop, so we're going to have to do it quickly. Do you not have a um, fucking charger? Not on me. Um, so we'll wrap up. Real- <laughs> I don't know where it's gone. We'll have to do it quickly. You're a waste of space. <laughs> um, the first one, Avengers. We're both quite big Marvel fans. Spencer, I'd say definitely more so than I am, but I, I am. I consider myself a bit of a. a I'm, a I'm the uh, self-proclaimed handbook to the MCU. He is, yes. But we we were so excited for this Avengers game, and it looked so good from the gameplay gameplay trailers because it didn't really give an insight into what the gameplay would be. It was just visuals. But unfortunately, when it released, it was like they'd tried to make Destiny, but got it horrendously wrong. I don't necessarily think they got it wrong. It's like I, I haven't seen this comparison anywhere. But like like I said, when it came out, we'll talk about it, and I said what they've done, they've made Destiny here. Yeah, and the way. 
So in the set, anyone who hasn't played the Avengers game but have played Destiny or hasn't played Destiny, well, you're going to have no idea what the fuck we're talking about because I'm not explaining <laughs> it to you. But the Avengers, you'll go in and you'll do this mission. It's like, wow, this is, look at these visuals, look at this stuff happening. And then you, then the story point happens and then shit hits the fan. And yeah. then you go out and you're kind of in this, not so much an open world, but you go to these areas. And every time you do a mission, it's like, oh, this aim facility is doing something. We could go there and sort them yeah. out. And then every time you progress in the story, more and more of those things pop up and yeah. the character you have will level individually opposed to leveling up everything that's one. Yeah, this is, again, similar to what we were talking about in the Pokemon thing just then. It's You have to go back and you have to level up each character individually and you can't... Because they won't always be on the same missions or same team or whatever. Yeah, so if you have get, a preferred yeah. person, you can't focus yeah. that person. You no, have because to because then other the others will become unplayable through the further the further through the campaign you go. Yeah, but like for for example, Thor was my favorite person to play in that, and he's yeah. one of the last people. He might even be the last. I think Captain America might be the last you unlock. Yeah, but by that point, you know Kamala Khan, who's the first person you get, is like level twelve, whereas you unlock Thor, and he's like level five, and it's like yeah. just, it's just unplayable. It doesn't do any damage to anything. Whereas for Destiny. That that kind of works because Destiny Destiny's works because story. Is yeah, very there, there wasn't really yeah there wasn't really a story to Destiny. Obviously, there was, but that wasn't. Yeah, the there, there was a story, but yeah. I, I feel like if you go into Destiny, it's like you, you you're on Mars, or not Mars, or you're like the moon or something. It's like yeah. you've gone in, and it's not like you have to unlock parts as you go. It's you no. go in. Here's the you can go to here. That's where the story missions are. But also, yeah. you can go over here, and there's like a, a yeah. weapon smuggling or like a ban, and you can go do that. And, and it feels the most so part, much more organic. Yeah, for sure. And for the most part, they tailored the enemies to the the level you were at. I think, or you could only do certain missions if. if yeah, you were the, yeah. So level. Destiny would scale it to your level. Yeah. So like, you could join me. Say I'm a level twenty. You could join at level ten. The enemies will scale for you. As yeah, they have or. For me. Or my weapon would do enough damage for me to be able to keep up with them. Even yeah, yeah, because like they yeah. would appear as level ten to you, but they'd be level twenty to me. Yeah, like it, it will be it balances. Whereas Avengers, it just yeah, it gives just... you the levels as the story goes. So yeah. if you go in, like I said, if, if I want to play Thor, but <clears> I'm <throat> having to fight level fifteen people, I've then got yeah. to go back and grind. Whereas with Destiny, yeah. when you progress through the story, you don't unlock more people; you just unlock more stuff. Yeah, like I, I remember one of the best things I had. I had a, a legendary gun and a legendary chess piece. The fuck is that? The bike. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. I had a legendary gun and a legendary chess piece that worked together so that I basically had a constantly reloading, never running out of ammo assault rifle. And it was incredible. Mm-hmm. And that gun only got stronger and stronger as I went through. Yeah. Um, which, you know, which, which was good crack. Um, and conscious of running out of time and battery, the second game we had, you liked this game on release. See, because I wanted to it, actually it talk about this you. for a bit. It's a but, shame. We, we, we can come back to this at another point. Is it, this is uh, another what I would call a lo-fi game, which is yeah. No Man's Sky. Yeah. Now, like, like we said, this is games that disappointed upon release. Like, yeah. I don't think it disappointed. I it think... was still an enjoyable game. Like I, I don't when I say it disappointed on release, I don't mean that it was a bad game because it was still very playable and it was still very enjoyable. The problem with it is that they were we the what well, I say we, the community and the premise of the game promised so many more things like multiplayer, like being able to see other players on the planet, 
which just weren't there on release. You see, what it was because Hello Gamers when they were making it, it was supposed to be like a fun little space exploration indie game, which is what yeah. I wanted. But then Sony got their claws on it, and they said, <laughs> "Make it this." Okay, so just so you guys know, the laptop died because Finley is a word that he's not letting me say on the podcast, even though I've said it already before. Guaranteed. Yeah. I'm annoyed about it, but here we are. Uh, we're talking about games that disappointed upon release. Yes. And, and, uh, so, so Fiddly had Avengers that he wanted to talk about. I'm going to talk about No Man's Sky. But No Man's Sky, I wanted to talk about it before we even had the idea of bad games because I like, I like No Man's Sky a lot. I, really I like, like No Man's Sky a lot. It's a very good game. The, the problem with it is it didn't release properly. See, I, I think that... Well, from what I understand, what happened was Hello Games were developing this fun space exploration, procedurally generated indie game. And then Sony thought, oh, this is big. So what we're going to do, we're going to sink. I think it was Sony who got the hand because it was on PlayStation. So I'd imagine it is. They they sunk their claws into it and they said, you're going to make it multiplayer. You're going to make it this. You're going to make it that. And Hello Games were like, okay, we're going to give it our, our best shot, I guess. And then when it released, it was... It was not what it was advertised as, which for me wasn't a problem because when it released, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. It was just a fun, you get dropped into the world, you have a spaceship, and then you just fly around. Like I said, the planets were procedurally generated, which means you can have millions of planets that are the actual size of planets because it's not all there. It will only generate x amount of stuff around you and then what you've explored is like in backup i'll start losing it from there but you you can go back to the same place before yeah. it'll be the same uh, it was it was so good it was it was a very clever game and it was it was very well done and it's another one of those very very aesthetically pleasing games it's a very pretty game yeah, exactly. uh, this is one of those i call it a lo-fi game which is you yeah. go in you sit down and you just listen to lo-fi and you play especially when you're up you're, you're just in space you're looking around at all the stars you're looking at the planets mm. around you and it's just amazing yeah it's a very pretty game it's a very fun game it's a very chilled game it just yeah it just didn't the the problem was like like you say it was promised so many things there was supposed to be multiplayer it was supposed to be you know jumping with your friends you can you'll see all the other people playing no man's sky and exploring these planets should you happen to jump on the same planet which is very unlikely but it just didn't happen and there was no multiplayer on release which ruined it for a lot of people because i was quite excited to explore the galaxies and um you know tra travel the the universe as it were which we did eventually, the and it was is now the game. Like it has that has the multiplayer. It's got like all the bells and whistles. Where like you've got all these, like these these storylines and all this yeah. equipment stuff. And I don't like it anymore. No, there's too many bells. I, I play. I've played it again recently, and there's the tutorial is so overbearing. Yeah, I didn't like the tutorial it's when it does it again. Fucking shit. You go in and it's like, oh, gather these materials to do this and do that. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And then you fix but the, the tutorial spaceship. Like three hours. Go, it's so long. Like, yeah. what when you get the spaceship up in the air, that should be the end of it. It's giving you yeah. the spaceship. It shows you how to get to a space station. That's it. Oh, but first you have to build a base, and then you have to do this, and you have to do that, and then it's by the time you actually get to the story. I'm just fucking fed up of it. Yeah. I play like 
well, I could probably look right now on Steam how long I played it for. Because I, like, I went in and I fixed a spaceship and it will always spawn you onto a hostile planet to let you know that you need to, like, keep up your hazard protection. But yeah. because the intro for it is so long, it's like initializing and it gives you a nice panoramic view of this thing. When you can finally move, you're basically dead because it's yeah. moved down your hazardous level. And then it's like, okay, you need to go get this plant. But first, you, you need to repair your visor. Yeah, so yeah. You need to go and mine these rocks. By the time you've mined the rocks and been able to repair the visor, you're taking damage from the environment. Yeah. So you they have to go quickly run around well. and get all this stuff. And it's just, they fucking ruined the game with the tutorial. It yeah. goes on for so long. Tutorials, I remember when tutorials were A is jump, B is crouch. Mm. Bye bye. Yeah, but, but now it's like going like. Okay, you, you do this to repair your visor. Okay, I get you. It tells you you need these materials to yeah. do these things, which is fine. But I said, once the spaceship is off the ground and you are in space, that is the end of the tutorial. Yeah. Not, okay, now go to this place. Uh, now now you need to warp to a different galaxy or a different yeah, solar maybe system. Maybe have, like, if they were to do it again, maybe have, you know, you have to work that stuff out for yourself. And if you want, We'll give you a hand. Or just but cut don't... the base building shit out. Have that a secondary, yeah. like an optional mission. Like once the spaceship's yeah, yeah. up, main mission is you have a, a communication from, from the stars. Now mm. you go and do this. Not, okay, so first you've got to go to this solar system because we can show you that, that warping is possible. Now yeah. go and build a nice little base on this hostile radioactive <laughs> planet. <laughs> no, I will not it do that. wasn't their best move. It's just fucking bollocks. Whereas like, I remember, like, I think I got, like, day one release. You just go in, and then you do, like, you fix your spaceship and you get a visor. But it, like, doesn't spawn you on a hostile planet straight away. So you don't, like, start playing and you're on fire. <laughs> but you go in, and then you, you get this ship, and you fly into space, and it's, it's fucking gorgeous. Like, you, yeah. you're breaking through the atmosphere, and then you're out in space, and then there's, like, there's bounties going around. It's, it's just... Oh. And there's so many good things in the game, but the tutorial is now just so long, and there's so many bells and whistles of stuff you can and could do. It's just it's lost. Yeah, it's just all interest. Yeah, it should have stayed as a nice little indie game where they release it, and then maybe they do a few little bug fixes. <laughs> you were a maybe bit they more do like when he said that. <laughs> what they need to do? They need it to should have been. It's a nice little it's indie, indie game. game. <laughs> <laughs> so as you were. There's just too much shit going on now. Like, oh yeah, it's cool that there's like they've added like freighters and like squadrons and and like pirates and, and like loads of new kit and different types of planets and like animals and stuff. But it's just it doesn't a lot of it doesn't need to be there. And like yeah. big big hand to Hello Games for being on the ball from day one. The second it released, they were fixing stuff, they were adding stuff. They've been very very good with it. But it's just too much now. Like, like, like they've they've overseasoned it. You know, it's just lost so much of the charm for it. Yeah. Looking up, uh, looking it up quickly, just based on what you said earlier, I don't think Sony own the studio yet. I think they're partners, and they had a lot of influence over the game. Yeah, I think they they've they went up to them and just threw loads of money at them and said, "Do this, do that, mm -hmm. do do this." Yeah, but they don't actually own the studio nor any rights to the game. 
Yeah, I, I think they made a deal with them. Man. I think they were like, it's only going to release on PlayStation because this game has legs, so we're going to throw money at you and do this. Yeah. And then, um, well, now it's on Xbox as well, which is fine. But like I said, the charm is just, the sheen's come off of it. I think yeah, it. not not Charlie Sheen. He was never on it. Well, he's actually Charlie Sheen's always him. fucking on it. Have you have you seen that video where someone's interviewing him and he's like playing with this, like on a just red thing, and he's like looking through it like it's a little like, um, what's it called? Those like one eye monocle, and the right. woman's like, "Can you stop playing with that?" And he's just like, "Nah, nah I'm doing it." And she's like, "Are there any drugs in this house?" And he like stops it, he looks up, and goes, "There's a rye. You need to find them. Give them to me immediately." <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlie Sheen. He's so, a funny set, dude. Settle down, lads. Settle down. <laughs> He's a funny dude. And I, th- I think on that unrelated tangent, this podcast has gone on for a very long time. This is almost an hour and a half, I think, before the edit. Uh, there's definitely shit to cut out. Oh, absolutely. It should windle itself down to about an hour, but it's still quite a long one. Yeah, well, you know, it's podcasts. What it is? It's pod- podcasts do be like that. They could be as long or as short as, as we want. Should we release a two-minute podcast on April Fool's Day? It's just us saying podcast for two minutes. No. Ah, fair enough. Absolutely. Yeah, that's fair. Um, apologies for any unprofessionalism again. <laughs> this is a very unprofessional episode. It is. We're, we're just we're just two, two young idiots trying to work out how to podcast. Hey, I feel like and... I've been very professional. You're the oh, one yeah. who's dropped the ball here. Well, you dropped the ball last week, so now we're even. <laughs> yeah, but that was an honest mistake. You're just well, so a lazy trick. Yeah, well, I thought it would like. Hey, I thought 100 cent battery would last. All right. No, no bloody. I don't know what the word is. Honestly, I've lost all my steam now. I don't care so, so have I. I think we should wrap this. Podcast Do you have anything up. you want to talk? Like any any social medias? What you plug in? Um. All of them, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, get get out us uh, at remember that bit. Um, this is this goes out pretty much everywhere. This goes out on YouTube, Spotify. I think it's even on fucking Deezer if people still use Deezer. We're trying to submit that's it to Apple that's Music. That's not a real thing. Ignore him. Oh yeah, yeah, that is a made uh, up thing. Google Podcasts. I think this is on. It, basically, we're on a platform that distributes it everywhere. So anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to it, follow us where you want to, but it does also go out on Facebook and YouTube should you want to use those two. Well, cool. Well, as always, I'm nowhere. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, that's, shall we have like a, a fun sign off? Shall we be like, and as always, guys, beans. <laughs> <laughs> we could do as a little fun sign off. Wouldn't it be good if animals could talk? I don't give a shit about that right now. Oh, okay. Honestly, your laptop dies made me want to attack you violently. <laughs> Do it. You better hope it fucking kills me. <laughs> no, I'm just going to take a nap while that takes come after this, I reckon. <laughs> That's fair. Um, that... Honestly, you're lucky I'm not playing it right now. <laughs> I was so close that's, to just be like, fuck it. That's so rude. That's so rude. Oh but, shit! No, I did actually. I want to do oh, little honorable oh, mentions, but oh, yeah. as it went for so long. No, go on. I just give like honorable mention to. You. I don't really like the Assassin's Creed games, but Brotherhood Revelations and Assassin's Creed Three are very, very good games. I like they are very good lot, games, but they are mostly good. the Assassin's Creed games are pretty bad. Yeah, they're all just the same fucking shit. Yeah, they are. Follow this man, kill this man, kill this man, but sneakily kill this man and do it and however you jump want. Jump into hay. Yeah, and now I'm whoever that one in. Assassin's Creed 2 was who had a gun. Uh, Altair. No. No, Ezio Editore. No, the inventor. He gives you like a a real... 
think. Oh. And he's like, by the way, I think it's Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, yeah. I think he's like, oh, this is long ago, but here's a gun. And I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> this doesn't seem right, but thanks. This, this isn't accurate. <laughs> For a game that spends a lot of time trying to be historically accurate, this anyway, feels awfully wrong. Anyway, at the end of this game, I'm going to use a tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another special mention to Minecraft and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Oh, Smash Bros. is good. Anyway, yep. you're going to have to edit this. This is, this is a podcast. <laughs> uh, we still anyway, don't yeah. have an outro. Yeah, we're done now. Fuck off. Yeah, I'm going to... Do we stop... I'm going to stop the recording again. Yeah, yeah, go on. Fuck off. Yeah, now. cool. Right, okay, cool.